Attachment styles are developed in infancy based on our relationship with our earliest caregivers, like our parents. We're currently moving through the rebirth of Venus, the ruler of relationships, not just with others, but with ourselves. We are being asked to really look at what our relationships are trying to teach us. Today on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're going to look at the other two types of attachment styles that our inner child creates and uses in order to bring comfort into her life. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. I am Jyotira Dikwar and I help high achieving women of color heal their inner child so that they can rewire their subconscious programming and break ancestral karmic cycles. And this beautiful goddesses is our movement of women taking their sovereignty back. Satnap Sanam and God morning. Welcome, welcome. How's everyone doing on this gorgeous, beautiful Wednesday? I am, I feel, um, I don't even know what the days are. They're blending into each other. I have been chanting long Ekon cars, which is this sacred um, mantra that we chant in Kundalini Yoga for two and a half hours for the last five days. We're doing this 40-day long on cars chanting. Uh, I guess you would call it a challenge. For me, it's some more of a journey with the, uh, my beautiful friends over at the Palace. The Palace is this beautiful uh, community in Sedona, Arizona, one of my favorite places in the entire world. And uh, um, the, the uh, owner there asked me to be part of this of this uh, transformative experience. We're on Wednesdays, today's Wednesday, I get to guide uh, this morning's um, satna. So it starts at uh, three, we open the room at 3.30 in the morning. And we start uh, listening and chanting uh, to Japji, which is sacred scripture, 3.45 to about four in the morning. And then at four in the morning, we begin chanting the sacred uh, chant, the sacred mantra for two and a half hours. And I have been doing that for the last five days and it's just been so transformative. It's been um, life-changing already, the, the downloads and just the, the ability to be with the community and with other souls that are on this journey of, of transformation has just been life-changing. And like I said, you know, people ask me, aren't you tired? Cause you wake up like at three o'clock or three 30 in the morning. And it's the opposite. I actually have more energy. I have more, uh, I have more productive. I can stay focused more. I can get, I have more clarity and I have the essence of natural energy. You know, you don't need energy drinks. You can activate the energy that's within you by increasing your prana, which is your breath. And you do this through chanting. You do this through meditation, which is what we've been doing uh, for two and a half hours. Plus, when I'm done with the chanting and the two and a half hours, I, I practice my own satna, which I've shortened down uh, by a lot in minutes. And, and it's just been really amazing. I, a lot of miracles have been happening. I did it for a specific reason. And already I'm already seeing the, the miracles that God is bestowing upon, upon this journey. So I'm really grateful. So thank you. Thank you to the Palace and uh, go check them out. You guys can still join us actually for the, you don't have to practice the 40 days, but uh, if you want to still join us, we're on day six and you can 
practice these sacred chants with us. So this week, ladies, it's so it's been such an amazing time to talk about what we're talking about this week because uh, the cosmos are really offering an opportunity for us to do some deep healing work in our relationships. Now we are going through this Venus rebirth. Venus is moving, ingressing into the sign of Aries, but Venus is moving into the star point. That doesn't happen very often. It only happens about every nine months. And I actually shared a lot about this Venus star point uh, on Monday's podcast, which is up on the on the um, uh, replay. You guys can check us out on Spotify, Google uh, Music, on Apple, wherever you like to stream music from. There's a link in my bio as well where you guys can check that out. But in essence, um, we we are in itself moving into this ability to heal our relationships because the the way that Venus is rebirthing into the sun and conjunct Chiron, Chiron is, is, is this asteroid who is known as the wounded healer. And when Chiron brings its influence, it really allows us to use this energy to heal and we can heal deep soulmate twin flame type relationships. And it doesn't have to necessarily mean a lover or a husband and wife, or it could be your mother, it could be your daughters, it could be your somebody, a brother, sister, a friend, right? Where, wherever they're, wherever you're learning lessons, because that's what this, this uh, star point is teaching us. It's learning how to be sovereign enough to look at where you're having challenges in relationships and instead of pointing the finger and being a victim to look at how you can respond differently, remove yourself from the situation and not create more karma by reacting in anger, reacting the way you've always reacted because life is cyclical. It's not linear. We're constantly repeating life lessons in this university. If we don't re respond with love, wherever we hold grievances, then we are going to recreate the situation. And that's, it's not that it's unfair or God is punishing anyone. It's just that that's, these are the laws of the universe. And so this week we've been talking about attachment theory, which is not something new. Attachment theory comes from psychology and it's been around since the 1950s. It's been coined in different things throughout the last 60, 70 years. But attachment theory talks about how we as children, basically uh, we create these patterns as to how we uh, later act out our inner child wounds in our relationships. And I've been talking to you about the different types of attachments, uh, styles, and you guys can catch the replays to learn a little bit more about attachment theory. And yesterday, we talked about the first two attachment styles, which today I'm going to split one of the ones that we spoke about yesterday into two, because that, that's what makes it four. So yesterday, we went over what an avoidant attachment style is, as well as an anxious attachment style is there are four different attachment styles that we create as as children that basically have we create them because we did not receive the love the compassion the acceptance we were not seen perhaps there was abuse all of these different uh, experiences created energetic imprints in ourselves and then we ourselves decided or went ahead and created ways to cope with the lack of love, right? And so yesterday we looked at anxious and and um, avoidant and how they're both complete opposites and how we find that a lot of uh, couples are actually one is anxious and one is avoidant because you tend to, you don't get what you want in a relationship, you attract 
what your energy is saying, which is your thoughts, your feelings and emotions, which are the programs that were instilled in you since you were a young child, right? And these are, your energy is a magnet that it isn't attracting the relationship to you. And so today we're gonna to break it down to the last two attachment patterns. And the avoidant is one that we need to split into two because what we've been talking about so far is insecure attachment styles. So it's insecure, uh, basically those uh, that need healing. And there are still a secure attachment style that, that you can also integrate in, or exist where you want to basically exist in and experience your relationships. In. And so how this information helps you is that as you become aware about the, the styles that you have, you're then able to see those triggers and transmute them because we cannot change what we're not aware of. And during this uh, star point in Venus, you know, we're, we're, we have this supportive cosmic energy where when you go within and you get to the root cause, you're able to really transmute yourself into a whole new timeline. We were talking about this yesterday in my psychotherapy on steroids class inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. We were talking about how with one conversation, with one forgiveness in that conversation, with compassion in that conversation, you literally can move yourself into a completely different timeline where you exist in this no consciousness. You're no longer holding on to those stories of grievances, right? And that's what we want to do. We want to become aware of our patterns so that when they do come up, we can be compassionate about them and learn to respond differently so that we can move ourselves into a brand new timeline, which what's a timeline? It's how you experience this world and where your consciousness is focused because that's, you know, that's, there's multiple dimensions in this world, but wherever you are focused in the now is what, how you're experiencing this world. And as you experience it with awareness, you learn to activate compassion. So you don't also are hard on yourself because that's really, really the healing journey. That's one thing you can get stuck in, you know, being hard on yourself because you're back in those patterns or 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 feeling like you're triggered again you get, a lot of people can get stuck there a lot of women can get stuck there so we're going to divide the 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 avoidant into two so you can understand the avoidant the anxious as we know becomes really clingly um the the anxious actually requires a self-regulation they they don't know how to self-regulate unless there's someone else in the picture so so the anxious type of attachment style Say it could be the same type of neglect that the that uh, the avoidant is feeling, but the anxious requires self or doesn't know how to self-regulate, so requires another human for the co-regulation. Like they can't do it themselves, so they actually need someone else. So the anxious becomes very clingy, very codependent, very anxious that they're going to be abandoned, of course, and so they 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 then can sabotage the relationship because of that. Now, the avoidant can be split into two. Yesterday, I spoke about the avoidant and it, it actually, in psychology, what we look at it, or when you look at it, it actually is divided into two because there's the uh, unstable and uh, disorganized type of um, uh, avoidant. And then there's the dismissive avoidant. And, and so we're gonna look at both of them so you can kind of understand what they what it means. So the dismissive avoidant type would often perceive themselves as lone wolves, very strong, very independent and self-sufficient, not necessarily in terms 
a physical contact, but rather on an emotional level. They actually think they're incredibly emotionally intelligent. These people have high levels of self-esteem and positive view of themselves. The dismissive avoidant type tends to believe that they don't have to be in a relationship to feel comfortable. They don't want to depend on others at all. They have uh, basically, they don't seek support. They don't want to get close to anybody. And then, then they also uh, tend to hide or suppress their feelings a lot when faced with, especially when faced with a uh, potentially emotion dense situation. Now that's a little bit different than the uh, disorganized type, which is the fear you know, based um, avoidant, which is a little bit different because uh, in essence, when you're talking about uh, the difference, you're you're looking at the the fearful avoidant and the avoidant uh, attachment. Which the fearful avoidant really the intimacy is what really freaks them out. It's uh, what really scares them is not they're they're not wanting to depend on others, but it is a false. It's not a self esteem. They don't have they don't have uh, uh, high levels of self-worth or self or even if it's false, it's, they don't have that. They just simply will not allow anybody to get intimate or close to them. They, they want to experience intimacy and closeness, but they, they're really fearful of getting hurt. Whereas in, you know, the, the uh, dismissing avoidant, there's a fear, fearful avoidant and dismissive avoidant. The dismissive avoidant is just, feels she doesn't need anyone. She, she doesn't care about relationships and is totally okay with by herself. The other one, they avoid, you know, the, the intimacy, but they actually truly want it. They, they crave it. And, and versus the, uh, the dismissive avoidant who, who has built themselves such a strong level of, of uh, barriers around their subconscious uh, programs and their heart that they literally can, just take people out of their life in seconds and not even look back. So it is a very different approach as it relates to how they are avoiding the intimacy. You know, the, the fearful wants it in a way, but just is so afraid of being hurt again that they create drama in their, li in their lives versus the, the uh, dismissive avoidant who really just sets these barriers. And as mm -hmm. soon as people start to get close to her, you know, she runs away. And so these are the, the way the avoidant is separated. So they're a little bit different. The um, disorganized one, fearful versus the dismissive avoidant, right? Now, and we know anxious, which we talked about yesterday. Now, the fourth one is all about the secure type of attachments. And there was a lot of studies that actually said that a large part of society was actually in the secure category, which throughout the times, remember these studies first started in the 1950s mm -hmm. and throughout time, let me tell you something, things have changed. And I think right now with what we're dealing with, we're dealing with a society that uh, does not really, has not been taught how to process emotions and also a society that really uh, hasn't dealt with their inner child wounds. And when you have those combinations, you, you tend to see a lot more of the avoidant type style uh, attachment styles or the anxious. And then unfortunately, you also see the avoidant attract the also the, uh, the anxious, which is like the perfect recipe for disaster.
And of course, uh, all of this I'm telling you is personal experience as well as the, from the women I coach and, and mentor. So the third aspect of the attachment style theory is that there is also secure attachment. Now the secure attachment type, they, they thrive in their relationships. They also don't fear being alone. So it's, it's true detachment. It's not avoidant because the avoidant oftentimes they misdiagnose themselves, especially the dismissive avoidant because a dismissive avoidant has such high self-esteem. Like I was saying yesterday that she tends to think her intuition is always right and that other people are the problem. And because of that, she actually tends to believe that she's secure in the relationships and um, she's not, she's actually avoidant. She's just missive avoidant because if you were truly secure, if you were in a secure attachment, which is a, 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 a healthy attachment, a conscious attachment, then you wouldn't be afraid if the other person did something to you and you wouldn't be trying to fix them either. The dismissive avoidant can very often uh, make the relationship their project. And, and again, the dismissive avoidant believes that everyone else is the problem and not them. Whereas in a secure, someone who's in a secure attachment, they're very self-aware and they're very conscious. And they're also because their nervous systems vibrate at a different level because they probably received the love that they needed as children and were seen then they don't like, they don't attract or they don't, they, they don't magnify to them. They repel uh, uh, those that are avoidant and those that are anxious because they don't want to, they, it's not in their energy frequency. And like I've mentioned to this before, when you are with someone and even virtually your nervous systems attach and the nervous system that is the strongest will always uh, take control of the situation of the, of the space so the, the, but if both of you are not in your satnam and you're not conscious, then that person's in fear, they can take you down into fear as well. And so the key here is for us to always learn to become aware of this and, and learn that we can not only heal our attachment styles, but many times you can move back and forth in between a couple or maybe even three, especially if you're in a long-term relationship. If you're in a long-term relationship, you get to experience a lot of aspects of that human being and of yourself. And like I've said many times, you know, relationships are the highest form of yoga. So to get to a secure attachment is very, very possible. It's very possible for a, a long-term relationship. And also in, in a secure attachment, it's not like nothing ever happens or, you know, they never had a fight or anything, but it's like these people that, you know, there were times where they maybe even had broke, broke up. They had a family tragedies you know, they worried about their own family. Maybe they even had awful fights they seem to almost shake the foundation of who they were together and their future together but through it all somehow the fun they fundamentally still trusted each other they openly showed affection and this is you know where I really see where my husband and I stand and this is really what a twin flame type relationship is all for and about that's the whole purpose of a twin flame relationship because a twin flame is two souls that's separated in from one into two and some people find their twin twin flame in this incarnation. And when they find that twin flame, that relationship could be the one of the most volatile one because through that relationship, you're learning about yourself. So remember what I've said, relationships are about bringing out the best in each other. And we do the opposite in the society. We 
focus on the worst and the weaknesses of that relationship or that person. But the truth is, as, as you're awakening spiritually, and these are the metaphysics and the psychotherapy that I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, is that we are constantly projecting out our own inner state of consciousness and that our brothers and sisters, they, that they are us, you know, that they are a mirror of our current state of consciousness and that we can transmute and raise the frequency of any experience. We can change it by changing our perception. The only thing we can change is our perception many times. And that's the path of forgiveness and compassion. And when you're in a long-term relationship, when you especially a twin flame, a twin flame is here to teach you about yourself and how to accept yourself in those weaknesses because the relationship becomes a mirror. And because we're trained in this 3D world to look at the weaknesses, then what happens is that you must train yourself to not react and to not focus on those weaknesses in a twin flame situation. And this takes spiritual growth. This takes spiritual maturity. This takes the inner work. And this is why I 100% know that traditional therapy does not work. There are such low success rates in uh, actually people becoming healed through traditional therapy. And the reason that it is, is because talking about things is not enough. If you don't get to the root cause, which is rewiring the subconscious programs of your inner child that created the attachment styles, you'll never change. If you don't change your frequency, which are your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions, then nothing in your outer world will change. You'll never be able to become a secure attachment. A secure person can safely criticize their parents even because there's, no, there's nothing that they take personal or that their parents take personal. They're safe to be themselves. They have a positive view of themselves. They're comfortable being single or in relationships. They're comfortable if their mom gets mad at them or not. It, it really doesn't phase them. That's a, a whole other level of sovereignty. And when you're in that state of consciousness, you also attract other beautiful, healthy relationships, which is why, ladies, as you begin the healing journey, it only takes you for you to heal generations before and afterward, right? But as you start your own healing journey, and this is what many of my uh, clients tell me, you know, inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, the women I coach and mentor, they say, you know, I began this healing journey and all of a sudden, you know, my, I haven't told my husband to meditate or I haven't told him to practice anything that I'm practicing, yet they're curious and he, he asks questions or I can hear him. He's not meditating, but he's playing the mantras and he's playing the music that I listen to in his, on his way to work. You know, those are all amazing wins. And you yourself with your energy, you know, you you uh, change the frequency of your aura, which, which is with your, where you carry all your relationships. Then all those that come around you love being around you and leave healed. That's, that's how easy it actually happens. So we have to learn that secure attachment actually is even a possibility. And if you've been through traumatic experiences as a child that have caused you to create the avoidant type or the anxious type, then have some compassion for yourself because there is a pathway to moving into secure attachment. And that pathway is going within. And that's the SWC method that I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. Now, you can check out my free training where I actually share with you an overview of the SWC method that helps you rewire your subconscious mind 
heal your inner child programs and break ancestral karmic cycles. Because when I look at my life and all of the different challenges I was having, you know, an addiction to alcohol at one point, my relationships were falling apart with my mother, with my husband. I wanted healing for my boys. There were so many things that were chaotic. I was not on my dharmic purpose. I was not following my life purpose. Everything was all a symptom of the deeper root cause. And what is that root cause? The root cause is your inner child. It's those programs and those wounds that you yourself need to learn to heal, transcend, transmute, so that you don't have to recreate these things inside of this world. Because that's really what's going on. We are ontological engineers. And our thoughts and our energy is creating this reality. And like I said, we have these incredible holistic tools where you can literally graduate into a whole new timeline by learning how to stabilize the nervous system, rewire your, the way you respond to life, the way you perceive to life so that you can take these moments in time and space and instead of creating more karma for yourself, recreating those toxic patterns, staying stuck in these attachment styles, what you can do is you can literally move into a whole new timeline where you're experiencing yourself in sovereignty, where you're experiencing yourself in wholeness, and when you're experiencing yourself in a secure attachment, where you are happy in a relationship, happy without a relationship, happy with the relationship you have with yourself. Because that's what this Venus transit is trying to teach us. Yes, you can use your relationships as pointers, as awareness, right? As to what you can learn. But ultimately, with this healing that Chiron is doing with the Venus rebirth, it's about healing the relationship you have with you. It's about you learning to go within and learning how to accept yourself and all that you are. Learning how to know yourself learning how to be with your inner child, comforting, allowing the inner child to know that, that everything has changed because now you're not ignoring her any longer. And this takes courage and it takes going within and it takes rewiring the subconscious mind, which is why traditional therapy will never work. Traditional therapy does not get to the root cause of rewiring those programs and it doesn't apply energy. Because for, let me tell you something for me, it was so interesting because in these attachment styles, you know, you think you're always in one attachment style or you uh, uh, can heal, but a lot of the times you can go back and forth into them, right? Especially if you graduate from one and then you're moving into a higher levels in your relationship. So ultimately awareness is key. Awareness as you move through your own personal journey so that as these things do come up, if they come up, you have the tools so that you don't get yourself back into those patterns. You have the tools so that you can respond differently and not create more karma. And that's what the SWC method teaches. So check out the link below if you're listening to the podcast replays, which by the way, thank you all so much for your kind words. I had received this week so many beautiful messages of, of the community sisters where there have been tears. There have been so many breakthroughs and healing, and especially as it relates to relationships, karmic type stuff, that I just want to say thank you to all of you for being courageous and, and joining us in this journey. We know that it may not be easy, but I promise you that it is worth it. So I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you that have stepped up to do this courageous work and to break these ancestral karmic cycles. Thank you so much for being part of our community. Thank you for sharing of the uh, podcast. It, it means so much to, to all of us that, that participate in, and that share uh, from our heart. 
from me, from Lizzie, and from our, our upcoming uh, guest speakers. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, like I mentioned, uh, what we're going to be doing is uh, the first week of April, we're going to be opening up enrollment for Satori Wellness and Spirituality. And that's my community membership where you can, uh, that's the first level of where you actually can work with me. And uh, within, there's only a one week window that you can actually join us. And the reason is, is because each of our classes are themed and they're intentionally placed so that you get the biggest impact for the month. And so there will be a window where you can actually join us. So make sure you stay up to date. Uh, you can actually follow us on our free community page at Sovereign Woman Movement right here on Instagram. Right there, I post everything that's happening in the community. And you can stay up to date as to what's, uh, when we're going to be opening enrollment. But those are the, there's going to be a small window. So make sure you do look out for that. Because I'm literally, when I say uh, doors are closed, no one can enter after that. Because... Again, it's just important that you intentionally practice the work as it as it is uh, uh, given to you in the month. And so just look out for that. And for those that are going to be waiting for that to happen, you can now take my free training and you can go, like I said, to veronicaberriganiam.com forward slash three-step framework. There's a link in my bio as well, right at the top training. And you'll be able to understand what the SWC method is, who it's for, who it's not for and exactly what it entails for you to take your sovereignty back by healing your inner child. So go check it out as well. And so Friday, we'll be back. Friday, Lizzie will be here with us. And I'm really excited to have her here because she actually just came back from a weekend in marriage. She went to this marriage retreat. And a lot of the things that I'm talking about this week, it's so crazy because uh, a lot of things I'm talking about this week, she actually experienced this weekend. So Friday, uh, she'll be back here with me at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we're gonna just dive deeper into the subject matter. What could you possibly be doing so that you don't recreate these cycles and patterns of toxicity in your relationships by addressing your inner child? So join me again on Friday with Lizzie. Have a blessed rest of your day. I love you all so much. And wishing you all miracles, miracles, miracles. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica